Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Get Down to Business, your favorite podcast. Okay, I don't actually know what I'm talking about, but I did say in the last episode that I was going to try to steer away from uh, Taylor Swift and books, so that's where I'm at. (laughs) Um, Let me see what I have, like, to talk about. That isn't that? Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, mm, okay, I kind of, that's all I have to talk about, but we're gonna, it's gonna be awesome, it's gonna be good, anyway, okay, so let's start off with some things that I, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I was like, okay, well, I just think overall, like, museums, aquariums, zoos, anything like that are boring, because you just look at the, these things. Like, I would not be amazed. That's why when I was thinking, like, oh, like, um, I was watching, okay, I was watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Best movie ever made. And I was thinking, oh my god, I should be Ferris Bueller for Halloween. But whatever. Um, <laughs> too late, you know what I mean? Um, but, or just really early. Ooh. Anyway, but I watched Ferris Bueller and they were in the art museum or whatever. I don't know, they were in some kind of art museum. And... um. They did their little scene. I love that scene so much from the movie. That's the best movie. Anyway, I, I, anyway, I love that movie. Nonetheless, I was thinking, oh, I don't... Like, I, if I had a day off, I would not spend my day going to a museum. Like, I just think museums, zoos, aquariums, all of the above, right? That, those are the main categories I'm talking about here. So, are boring. Like, you can take me to the aquarium, but I'm just saying fish swim. Like, that, there's really nothing amazing in it. So I feel like if you showed me the Mona Lisa, I'd be like, okay, cool. Let's go home now. Like, cool. I've seen it in pictures. I see it the exact same in person. Nothing's any different. Like I take a picture. It's like a thousand other pictures. Everybody else has taken a thousand billions. I don't know how many people have seen the Mona Lisa, but you know, famous painting, right? If I take a picture of it, what's that to me? Like that's literally means nothing for like me. I'm not, I'm never going to look back at the photo and be like, oh my God, that's so cool because that'd be weird. It's just a piece of art. I think we need to let go of the like values of art why are they so valuable? We're literally using dollar store paint. And like some of these paintings, my dad's like, oh my God, they're so pretty. Sorry, dad, throwing you under the bus here. But he's like, oh my God, like, well, because we'll be in the museum, right? And he'll be, you know, looking around. He's like, oh my God, that's so pretty. I'm like, I could have painted that when I was eight. Like literally some of these paintings literally just look like somebody took paintbrushes and like just smeared paint across of them. Why are they thousands of dollars? Millions of dollars. Why are they so much money? Why is the Mona Lisa so great? Somebody probably made a replica that looks the exact same. It's probably 20 bucks on Etsy. Let's think logistically here. Why in the world is it so expensive? Somebody's just using normal paint. Maybe they're using expensive paint. Nonetheless, it shouldn't be millions of dollars. No matter how, like, even though, even if you're using the most world's most expensive paint, I don't know how much this actually is, so this could be totally false. But, like, there's still no way it could be millions of dollars. You know what I mean? That this painting is worth. Somebody just spent a few hours literally sitting down creating a masterpiece. I'm saying this with quotes, like air quotes, because masterpiece, mm, mm, we could consider a masterpiece piece of artwork, but we could also consider a masterpiece, literally Taylor Swift. (laughs) Sorry, but that's what we're saying here. We're like, oh my God. This this painting, like I've seen the Mona Lisa. I know what it looks like. I'm envisioning it right now, and you are too. And I just don't think if I saw it, I would be changed. 
I don't know why people would see it. Like, there's no point in seeing it in person. It's the exact same it is on your phone. Like, there's... It's just so boring to go and look at paintings. Especially, what's that one... uh, I've just been to multiple art museums where I've had zero fun. Art museums bore me to tears. Like, two tears. They're so boring. And I think zoos and aquariums are a little bit better on the scale. Like, if we're talking... If we're ranking aquariums, zoos, and uh, art museums, or just museums. They don't have to be art museums, but I don't know any other museums. We're just kind of talking art museums here. Art museums, number three, lowest one. Then we have aquariums, because I'll say it in a sec. And then zoos. So I think just art museums, they're just boring. I mean, literally, why am I going to spend my free time looking at art that's literally stupid? Like, I just think it's so stupid. I'm like, I could have made that. Like, if I, I swear to you, if I was some famous, if I was, what's, who did it? Vincent Van Gogh? Is that the guy who painted Mona Lisa? I don't know. I'm not, like, an art geek. Anyway, um, I also suck at art, so maybe I'm biased, but nonetheless, say with Vincent Van Gogh. I could take a paintbrush, dip one in red, one in blue, like double hand it, right? So in one hand, I'm holding a paintbrush, dip it in red. One hand, I'm holding a paint, another paintbrush, dip it in blue. I could smear this across the painting and it'd be, they'd be like, oh my God, brilliant, millions of dollars. It's so like, that's what, but like, if I did it right now, like, honestly, I was, I'm thinking of that one segment. This is going to sound so weird, but my brother loves Mr. Beast videos, right? So I'm thinking... Um, so all the time they're on, like in the background of everything and they're kind of entertaining. I'll admit it. But anyway, so we're watching one, right? And they have three paintings. One of them was made by, or I think two of them were made by like his friends or whatever for like $10 and the other one's million dollars. Literally the lady who was in the segment chose it wrong because there's literally no difference in a million dollar painting and a painting made by a non-artist, nobody like there's no that's why mm, honestly if we're thinking the term artist is really like mm, why is it stretched so far or no it it is stretched so far because everybody can literally be an artist you take paintbrushes you smear across a canvas and it looks like like so bad like it's just paint smeared no one cares though it's up for millions of dollars it's gorgeous it'll look so good in my living room come on what that doesn't even make sense like, let's, what, it's just so, is baff, it's just so baffling to me how that stuff happens, because I've seen, and then there was one thing where we had to do, I had an, I was in art last year, I hated it more than anything I've ever done in my entire life, anyway, I suck at art, that's why I did not take it this year, happily, good riddance, anyway, so, um, anyway, so I was in art last year, and one of our projects was to recreate some sort of famous painting, I, you know what I had to pick? I had to pick the easiest painting out there. But some people were out there recreating, like, the scream, some cool things. I don't know. I think somebody did. I don't know. They just looked up famous paintings, literally recreating them exactly. It's, like, it's not that hard. Let's be real here. Somebody did this in literally, like, a week in art class. Why are we praising this one guy for doing it first? Come on. Let's think here. Anyway, so I had to do, like, the Vincent Van Gogh's, like, his sunflower painting, which is literally a thing of sunflowers, but still couldn't do it because I suck at art, so I guess there's that. But at least, like, with this guy, I guess fine for Van Gogh or whatever. I don't care. But what's the other guy? 
Leonardo da Vinci, da Vinci, right? He did something. Is that the same guy? I don't know. Did he do the Mona Lisa? I think so. Sorry. I've been wrong on my artist the whole time. You, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is sarcasm. Sarcasm. Anyway. Anyway, some of those guys, Dave, Vinci, whoever, blah, 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 blah. Like, one of them, I don't know, there's just many, like, artists and paintings that I've seen in art museums that are literally just, like, scribbles across a painting, and people are looking at it, and like, oh my god, that's so pretty, like, how does that, that's crazy. Come on, what? Anyway, next on my list was, um, aquariums, here's why. What are you doing at aquariums? You're looking at fish swimming in water. Oh my god, you see a shark. <gasps> Let's freak out. No. It's like you're just seeing multiple kinds of fish. I think it's more interesting though than art because literally it's more than just scribbles. Maybe you see a fun little bright red fish or bright yellow. Like it's 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 a little more interesting. You can see the fish doing their thing, you know what I mean? And then there's I think it's also more interactive. Both aquariums and zoos are literally look at the painting and stare. Like have a good time. There's literally nothing fun you can do in an art museum. And then at aquariums, it can be more interactive. You can, you know, touch a starfish, you know. Um, I don't know. What's, what other things? Pfft. You can, like, go under. I don't know. Maybe there's, like, an observing-type pool thing where you can, like, stand on, like, stairs and look at the fish swimming below. It's just so much more fun. Maybe you feed a fish. That's not that. Maybe that's more zoo. But you know what I mean. Probably you don't feed fish at aquariums. I don't know. I don't go to the aquarium. But I do remember, all I remember about the aquarium is that the aquarium is incredibly boring and their gift shop is so awesome. So let, let, I need to tell like the aquariums, let's focus less on the gift shop. They look great. They, they do. They look so good. Such a good gift shop. Let's focus more on the actual aquarium because to get to that gift shop, you got to go all throughout the whole thing. Um throughout the whole aquarium, see all of the fish, just, it's just boring, like, I feel like there's nothing really fun to do at the aquarium, you can, it's, it is more interactive, but, like, it's just fish, like, it's not that crazy, these people are holding fish captive, don't you realize, okay, I really don't care about fish's well-being, so, none of my business, you know what I mean? Like, the fish, they can do whatever they want. They're stuck in the aquarium. That ain't my fault. But, I'm not a, like, aquarium gal. Now, zoos are up there. I still would not prefer to go to a zoo, though. Like, my, my weekend activity, not to go to a zoo. Because, dude, why would I go to a zoo with, like, smelly animals when I could be at home reading a good book? Like, let's, come on. So, at least zoos, I just, I feel like they're so much more interactive. You could, I don't know, maybe a petting zoo. I don't know the difference between zoos and petting zoos. I haven't been to the zoo in years. So, pff, I went to the petting zoo, though, like, last week. So, <laughs> anyway, you can feed the animals. You can look at them. It, even though it's still really boring, I think. Um, to, like, I my the petting zoo, boring. It was boring. But, like, my petting zoo, my little zoo, what is it, a farmstead? Whatever. Something like that. You can feed the animals. You can interact with them. You know what I mean? There was, like, a playground. That's so much more fun than a zoo. What happens at the zoo? The penguins waddle around. Come on. 
And like, oh my god, a polar bear swimming. Let's scream. Come on, guys. What is this? Like, I just can't do it with the, like, I just can't. Like, a zoo is just, it's it's the best out of the three because I think it's the most interactive. And it actually would have the most, like, interesting things going on. But just staring at art or staring at fish moving. I feel like seeing animals, like, because at least they're, like, up close. These animals are, like, right there with you, sort of, kind of. Even though they're, like, behind a, like, fence or whatever in their little cage or whatever. They're kept um, hostage as well. But once again, I don't care really about anim- these animals' well-being. They got themselves into this mess, not me. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, even though they're like behind a fence, sometimes you can pet them. That's a petting zoo. But you know, sometimes you can see them with your own eyes way better than like, because at least in an aquarium, they swim away and they're behind like glass and water. It's like, really, I can go to PetSmart and see the same thing. Like I go to PetSmart, I see these little fish in cups. It's the same thing as an aquarium. So therefore just go to PetSmart for free or any pet place. I don't know. Go like to a pet place for, for free. They just have a bunch of fish in, like, cups that you can buy. A lot of them look dead. Make sure that it's not dead. And you're having a good time. Entertains me. Yeah, that probably entertains me better than an aquarium does. Because aquarium just doesn't do it for me. Now, a zoo, very similarly. Except I can't go to PetSmart and look at, like, a polar bear in a cup. That'd be really absurd. And I can't do that. So maybe the zoo, that's why, that's why the zoo's ranked first, you know? Out of the three, that's why the zoo is on top. Because I can't do that anywhere else. I can pet my dog at home. That's all I got. I can see the squirrel running in my backyard. You know what I mean? There's really nothing there. So that's why I think the zoo is just most, like, sort of out of the ordinary. Like, I, I, don't, I see fish in PetSmart. I see art in my house. Animals. I see a dog in my house. I see whatever, like, you know what I mean? Whatever is lingering in my backyard. But besides that. The zoo is most, like, diverse, I think. That's why it's on top. So there we have it. You know what I mean? I'll divert away from this topic. Zoos, aquariums, art museums. Moving on. Um, let me look here. Let me go back to my little topics. That was a good rant, I feel. That was good for me. Oh, here's another thing, but this, I saw, like, a video about this the other day, and it was, like, oh, my favorite thing in, like, movies and shows and whatever is, like, when a character is dead, then they show up, and they're, like, miss me? Oh, my God. The miss me line gets me every time. You know those, like, um TV cliches? I've seen so many videos of that where it's just, like, people are acting them out, and they're, like, they're so funny. Oh, my gosh. They're, um, they're, like, oh, guys you might want to see this and it's like okay guys hacking down the firewall taking down the mainframe and we're in like literally i could do a thousand of those for you especially like maybe we're going rom-com edition it's like um it was just some stupid bet and then the guys behind is like a stupid bet and then the girl's like no no i didn't mean it you know what i mean i'm literally acting i'm doing a full one-man show right now like this is the real deal okay <laughs> okay hold on what's another one i'm trying to think um oh god dang 
I really thought I'd get there. I'm gonna look some up. We'll do some little acting. It'll be so much fun. Why is Henry literally yelling outside of my door? What was I looking up? Oh, TV cliches. Yay! Do you think I go, like, an episode without, um, like, (laughs) um, what is it? Oh my god, without looking up something on Google. Anyway. Okay, my favorite thing, another one where they're like, oh, and then they say some, like, scientific thing, right? So, okay, we're gonna apply my little science knowledge on what, like, literally what we're learning in science, because I think that, and, okay, so, anyway, so they're, like, some science kid, right? Because there's always, like, a group of kids in, like, these, like, sort of mystery movies, they're trying to figure something out, right? Trying to unsolve, like, they're trying to uncover, I tried to say uncover and solve at the same time, and I said unsolve. Anyway, they're trying to solve this mystery, uncover this mystery, if you will, and, it's like a group there's always like diverse characters you know what i mean there's a funny guy there's a sarcastic one there's like a sad one and there's like a quirky one and like a really smart one or whatever right so you got some diverse personalities in this little group and there's always somebody who's like oh my god so like phospholipids their heads are negatively charged but their tails no charge at all and their tails are actually hydrophobic but their heads are hydrophilic so and then somebody's like in english please like (laughs) funny right that really gets me every time sorry i don't actually know if that stuff was correct we learned that like a unit ago i don't know about phospholipids but you know that's all i know anyway i love those there's also a speech every single time i love the speeches where they're like no we have to stand up for what's right you know what i mean and they have this whole like like i don't know how many minutes it is but like maybe five minutes speech it's like an excessive speech just to like get you to the like this is like the falling action like to make the resolution you need to have the speech it's not a movie without it like every single movie in existence ever you have some side of some whoa some sort of speech some kind of something you know what i mean before everything like comes together so that's what's going on i don't i don't know anyway let me see (laughs) 10 frustrating movie cliches Ooh, let me see Mm, these are bad everything changes in high school the villain speech just talk to each other it was all just a dream oh my god when in movies literally when it was just a dream that's funny <laughs> anyway um let's see twenty seven dumb cliches you only see in movies and TV show hacking is just typing really fast let's be real it is um sorry. Police take a DNA sample and have the results in an hour. That's, yeah. That's true. We're, yeah. Anyway. Working as a waitress and living in a huge apartment and with the fridge full and expensive clothes. Yeah. Let's, come on. How did Joey Tribbiani afford that New York apartment with two bedrooms? Literally being an actor and having one job on Days of Our Lives. Sorry, Joey. Like, love you, bud. But, like, come on. When, like, where's he getting this money? 
And we know Monica lives there for free, right? Doesn't Monica live there for free? Because, like, it was, like, her aunt's or grandma's or something. And, right? But, like, still, I don't know. I feel like there's just no way that Joey Tribbiani can live in that apartment. Because he never works ever. Like, throughout the entire show, we know he's an actor. It's established he's an actor because he's like, oh, my God, I'm Joey Tribbiani. I'm the famous actor from Days of Our Lives. I'm Dr. Draco More, right? And everyone's like, okay, yeah. But, like, he was on there, like, for four episodes. Then got fired and then got brought back as, like, somebody else. It was, like, this whole really weird thing. And I have no idea. There's no way that is, like, keeping him stable in New York City. Come on. Sorry, Joey. Literally ratting him out. Anyway, people are recovering very quickly from injuries, especially head injuries. This is so true. Whenever you see a fight scene, literally they get, like, punched to the ground and they get up five seconds later and are, like, ready to go. I'm like, I'm down after that. After that, I'm out. Like, good night. I'm out of here. Because that's it. Like, if somebody punched me to the ground, like, I've seen so many things. So many. Even in, like, Henry Danger. Somebody gets, like, shot down. You know what I mean? Not actually, but, like, somebody's punching, throwing punches, kicking, doing whatever. And literally, the person gets back up again and continues the fight like nothing happened. Ribs are broken. Arms are broken. Things are broken. But they're fine. They just got back up again. I'm, like, down. Like, I'm out of here. That's not happening. I'm, like, if somebody punches me once, I will not be able to fight back you know what i mean that's so crazy i don't know how that happens because how are they recovering they're like oh no like i'm fine like it didn't hurt i like get like pinched like literally ow like like i scratch myself and i'm like i can't go on like this is it so come on what easily avoidable issues if the person just explains what's happening dude miscommunication is my least favorite thing in the entire world it's like literally just talk to each other and explain what's going on and i hate that and that happens so many times in movies so yeah oh also yeah turning on the tv to exactly the right thing they're like oh my god i want to watch this like football game or whatever turn on the tv it's magically on how does that even happen i have to scroll through 75 channels before i get to what i'm watching what i want to watch come on that's so how does that even happen Oh, yep. Okay. So, guy walks in holding a 30-page document, gives it to some other dude. The dude who's giving the document glances at the first page for a nanosecond and immediately knows everything there is to know about the case. How are they literally, like, how does that happen? They look at it for one second and are like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what we need to do. Or how is it, like, I read my, in my book today, like, somebody, like, disappeared. And they were like, okay, well, where'd she go? they're like, I think I know. Babe, I have no idea. Every little suspicion. I'm like, I'm not running around town to find somebody. They'll find their way home. I don't have time to explain. We need to go. When is the time cutting out? You're not on a 24-hour rule. It's like, oh my god, not until the sun rises. Like, you need to figure this out before the sun rises. Till dawn, till dusk. It's like, come on. What? What do you mean? Like, just, you don't have that much, like, it's not like that. It's like, oh my god, if you're late to the villain's lair, you're already going to the villain's lair. What do you expect? It's no need to explain. Like, I mean, no time to explain. There's always time to explain. You need to explain what you're doing in movies like this. Come on. Hmm...
<sighs> Hold on. I'm trying to literally... Always having your hair look nice. This is real. I'm trying to read these. Yep. Where it's like, they're walking home from the grocery store carrying a single paper bag with an unwrapped loaf of French bread sticking out of the top. Why is it always that? Why is it always that in an apple? When I go to the grocery store, that's not what's happening. Why is it? A, and it's always a brown sack. I'm never given a brown sack at a grocery store. That's not how this works. I understand branding. Like, you can't, like, have, like, a Target bag in your thing. But, you know, come on. Mom makes a huge breakfast and lays it all out. Kids and husband grab a bagel on the way out the door, ignoring all the foods. This is so true. In every coming-of-age movie ever made, the mom's like, honey, you're going to be late for school. And she comes down there. There's literally a feast down there. We're talking, like, Thanksgiving feast, but it's all breakfast foods, right? She literally grabs, like, a strawberry and is like, oh, mom, no time to eat. Gotta go. The mom just spent, like, me- like I was going to say the whole morning. That's why I was like, mm. But, like, literally hours on end creating this meal for you like this is that's absurd there's there's no world where you would have no time to sit down and eat that let's be honest like if you're late running out the door i get it but like come on stuff some eggs in your mouth bacon have an english muffin and go like it's not that's disrespectful that's disrespectful come on yep school and movies consumes about 10 percent of the day especially in school it's always like oh they have their locker next to their best friend that's so unrealistic. And it's always like when I see it and they're, and they're in the hallway, there's like four kids walking by. I'm going to, I'm actually walking in a hallway. I'm pushed and shoved from all angles. Like it's like literally, I like there's millions of people in the hallway. I know that's not real, but like there's so many people in the hallway. I have to like, I can't move. Like it's excessive. Why is there only four people in the hallway in a movie? How is that even like, that doesn't make any sense. I can now, like, test to it. So I'm, like, I'm in high school, you know what I mean? Wasn't in high school before. But still, nonetheless, why is there only four people during these, like, movies? Where are they going? Like, why? Where's everybody else? Are they already in class? Are these people, like, skipping class? Like, what's going on? Come on. Also, it does take up 10% of their day. It's literally every, like, high school thing, like, ever. Movie, coming of age, whatever. You understand what I'm saying. There's no way that it wouldn't, like, they're in school for, like, five minutes, like, less than that, and they never have any work to do, they never have any studying to do, they're just perfect going off their lives and graduating at the end of the year. What? Come on. Being able to outrun an explosion, this is true. In so many movies, there's, there's an explosion, how are they outrunning it, literally? They're, and it like it's always the slow motion they're like walking towards the camera right but they're not making eye contact they're just looking over their shoulder repeatedly and there's explosion in the back and it's all like <gasps> and everything's fine they escaped it just in time okay i think i should title this let's be real because the entire time i think i was like let's be real this is so unrealistic these movie cliches these like art museum things Ugh, come on so that's what i'm gonna do Anyway, um, thank you for listening to this episode. I did sort of, I took a break from the book and Tay. So that's good. Um, thanks for listening. I think it was a pretty good episode on my end. I'll just say it. Um, but thank you for listening for the third time. Here comes the fourth. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.
Okay, in conclusion, I'm not going to art museums anytime soon.